0: That was a refreshing sound. Wasn't it great? I feel like I'm gonna disappoint this thing.
1: Oh, oh, So good. Was that right? Yeah, no, yeah. You did good. You did good.
0: <laughs> so I bought these probably six weeks ago.
1: <laughs> we haven't podcasted since.
0: For the purpose of podcasting, so we are not sponsored by Bundaberg Ginger Beer yet. <laughs>
1: but we, we'd love to. We'd be. love to be. Cheers, mate. Hi, cheers! Thanks, Mike. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Carpe and Zen podcast. I'm Joseph Carpenter,
0: and I'm Jacob Larson,
1: and together we are Carpe and Zen. Man, we have not—we haven't done a podcast in a while.
0: It's been a while. I don't know which number this is, but we're recording on May the twenty-fourth, right? <laughs> Yeah, that sounds right. 24th. I think okay, would, I'll I, take it. I'll think,
1: accept it. I think we would have missed last month entirely. I think we, we might have missed last month entirely. I think it's been over a month. Yeah. Oh um my.
0: my ginger beer.
1: Yeah. More ginger beer, mate. Ginger beer. It's awfully low in calories. It's not. It's,
0: it's 170.
1: 170. Well,
0: yeah, so Joseph introduced me to this when we were shooting the first doc.
1: Yeah, yeah, when we were shooting um, an American weightlifting story.
0: Yeah. Which we hope to finish editing this summer. Yeah. Speaking of editing, I now have a complete draft of Ace of Hearts. Bum, bum, bum. Roaring applause. I know. Hold on,
1: hold on, hold on. (sighs) We love you. Jacob, you're amazing. You're so late. It's about time. You did so good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, okay, so part of it was... um, I just finished my semester of school. Mm-hmm. I'm a high school teacher. And I would promised my media students that I'd be able to show them the movie before the end of the year. Well, we got to the end of the year and I am finished editing it. You've been testing it on students, right? Yes, I've been showing it to students. They've been a good test subject. <sighs> students are... Okay, so... <laughs> make a very slow burn crime detective movie... Then show it to teenagers. Yeah, no. What, what? But but like the world is. But media teenagers. See, you you're also showing, have to see. Yeah, you're yeah, Showing yeah. it to media right? teenagers. Like, okay, so verbally, what they say is they they loved it. Mm-hmm. They they really liked it. Well, they also want an A in your class. Mm, it's not a hard A. <laughs> it's not a class that's supposed to be difficult, right? It's a media class. It's not, you know. Yeah. It's not supposed to be hard. You're not supposed to get it. You're not supposed to see in media. It's not my English class. I really stress people out for English. (laughs) Anyway, but so, like, you know, they watch it the first day and there's all sorts of interruptions. People are being called out of class. You have to go do things. And I'm like, eh, they can't be having a good experience, right? Right. So the next day, I'm like, okay, you know, I I mean, we don't have to keep watching this. And and they're like, no, no, we want to watch it. Also, remember how teenagers watch things, right? Right. On their phones, not paying attention. Here's the screen.
1: (laughs) They're staring down. For listeners at home, he's staring at his phone.
0: I mean, that's how they they watch things, but they liked it. Yeah, no, that's how a lot of teenagers watch things. It's so hard for me to accept. (laughs) But that being said, they, they had good things to say. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a couple feedback. twists throughout the story, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. There was one... I'm not going to get specific, right? Because I, Cause I don't know. Because everybody that
1: listens to this podcast are the, all the people who are going to watch the film. So uh, right. We don't right. want
0: to spoil it. Anyway. <laughs> um, so I... When I was writing the script, there was one big surprise. I wanted to put it right at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't think it was going to trick anybody. So I just wanted it out there. Mm -hmm. And one of our friends, Ryan Riffle, he's just like, no, 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 no. Put this later. Put this later. So I'm like, fine. So we shot two versions of it, right? One that doesn't reveal things at the beginning and the one that reveals things later. And so when that moment happened, my students, it it went something like this in the classroom. There's the gasp. (gasps) for those who are surprised and then there's the girl from the back who shouts out i knew it <laughs> is it is so, it so yeah. like that was that okay. was satisfying to hear them yeah uh, because it. The, the movie's really a slow burn yeah it's a slow burn but it speeds up at the end and things start moving almost too fast at some points yeah but it's like finding out vader is luke's father first time
1: what you only get to experience that once that's true. Have you ever seen that show? No, 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 not the show. The movie, The Chef. Oh yes, yes, I like The Chef. There's a very interesting scene in which he is, uh, he, yeah, he, I can't remember what he gives to his son. It's a French pastry. I think it's a baguette.
0: They they go to Cafe du Monde. Yeah, in think, New Orleans.
1: Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a baguette. And he says, all right, no, savor it. You only beignet. Get... It's a beignet. Oh, it's a beignet. Yeah. To go to get beignets. And he says, savor it. You only get to taste this for the first time once. Yeah. And, yeah.
0: And that's after he spent the summer cooking yeah. on a food truck with his son.
1: And yeah. that's something I wish that I would have savored more when I found out Vader was Luke's father. I wasn't old enough to understand.
0: I, I remember when I ruined that Luke and Leia were brother and sister. For who? for my wife, oh, that's right. Jacob's Jacob's
1: wife has only recently seen well,
0: Star Wars. Okay, when Episode Seven came out, mm-hmm. that's when she's like, "Okay, all that, right, I'll watch them."
1: That's recent. This was before <laughs> that. This
0: was before that. We'd gone to Disney World back when. This was before Disney bought Lucasfilm. But, yeah, and they used to do something at uh, they had the Star Wars kind of, week or month yeah or Star something. Wars Weekends, whatever. Yeah. and they the five hundred first, which is like. Uh,
1: I don't, I don't, They're a fake stormtrooper outfit that you can actually be a part but they, of.
0: But they, but they have. Um, They're a club, a bunch of people who do now we would call it cosplay. I don't think that was the term back then.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, I don't know.
0: Anyway, so there was there was this this woman who was doing a a, a pregnant Padme Amidala and mm-hmm. she's walking through, uh-huh. and uh, and I I totally ruined it. Yeah. Because my wife's like, well, who's that? Oh, it's so-and-so. Yeah. She's pregnant with such-and-such. And, such. and my wife's like, oh, what?
1: <laughs> it was a magical moment to be there and watch. There I was. Ray Park was there. Hollywood
0: Studios. Oh, Anthony Daniels. Were you there when we did that? Yeah.
1: Was that weekend? Yeah. I got, you know? Ray Park fist-bumped me, bro. He fist-bumped me.
0: Anthony Daniels. He did
1: not fist-bump me.
0: Yeah. Just, just, and I don't, I don't anyways, know Anyway, so they had a couple actual yeah. celebrities there, but... Yeah. That was a good weekend. So I was ruining that. Oh, <laughs> the times. Oh the, the times. So, um, so now I've got a complete edit. Now I'm like, oh there's all the things I have to fix. Mm. You know. So I'm making notes on my phone as I sit in the back of the classroom just we you know, all nervous 'cause you know, un hard to impress teenagers are watching it. Ooh. Right. So I'm like, all right, boom's in the shot for this shot. I got to get rid of that. (laughs) But, I mean, you know, we used a blimp. We used a blimp. And so there's something in the frame. You can't really tell what it is. I know what it is. That's the boom. We got to get out of that shot. Which shot?
1: Is it the office shot? No. Because if it's the office shot, that's not the mic. That is reflections off the door.
0: No. (laughs) It (laughs) was... it was a scene when Ace is walking back and forth and Laura's on the couch. Oh, okay. That angle. Yeah, that probably.
1: Yeah, that the probably boom was in the happened. shot. So I,
0: I, I just had to crop it out. It was fine. Um, but I'm going through, like, I've got the edit. I've, I've gone through and I've added uh, muzzle flashes oh. and some temp sound mm-hmm. for, the, for the gunshots. We need to do a full um, pass. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna need to add some foley. But what I'm going through is, I think I figured out how I want to do sound, and mm-hmm. like how I want to do dialogue. So I'm going through, and I've done about the first 15 minutes with that strategy, and then it was the end of the year, and I had to focus on that. Um, but yeah, so I, what I'm going through, and I'm just, I'm just cutting at the beginning and the end of every single line. I'm pulling all the background sound to different track, um, and then I'm, I'm leveling. And, I, and, I, oh. I, and I'm putting a very simple EQ that's just dialogue-based mm-hmm. EQ on those tracks, and I pulled everything off of it. Yeah. And I'm leveling them different, and then I'll go through and tweak what needs to be tweaked. I think what I'm going to have to do, because we have some, some bad sound in a couple places, we, we thought it was a great aesthetic to have this fireplace in, um, in several of our shots. And it looks great we knew it'd be a problem though but you can hear it yeah. it's it's a it's a gas it's a gas it fire hisses. and it's yeah and it's yeah. in some shots more than others and so i'm going to have to i can't cut it out so i think i'm going to have to add it in to mm-hmm. the background of the other shots and try and find some balance there get it in there and loop it yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah i just got to pull some sound and i so, thought we pulled the ro- i thought we pulled room room tone off that fireplace did we not i mean there's enough in there hmm. There's plenty of it. Yeah, so I got to I got to go through and and match all that and Yeah, it's it's just some nitty-gritty stuff. This has been the hardest part of the movie, the nitty-gritty. It's just knowing I have to fix the sound later. It's really slowed me down and now it's time to do it. So yeah. it's all right. But I treated myself and I bought myself new headphones. Yeah, and they're pretty dope.
1: And I'm wearing them now. Yeah, DT
0: 770 Pro. The Bear Dynamic DT 770 Pro 80 ohm. 80 ohm. Yeah. I I wanted to get the 250 cuz I'm like, well. Well, right. but he messaged me. I didn't want to buy the headphone amp. Yeah, yet. I don't
1: know. He messaged me and he, and he says, "Hey, 250 headphone amps, like is that Is that going to be and, and and I'm going I don't think I've ever heard of a 250 headphone amp. I mean, not like in normal circles. Like, you're going to have to get an amp, like a good one. <laughs>
0: you know? Yeah, as it is, I, you I have to driven. crank for the 80 ohms. Yeah. Even though, like, my phone can power it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even just the simple whatever. I don't have to add a DAC or anything to to be able to hear it. And they're but clean. But I might want
1: to. Oh, they're they're so clean. Yeah. Like, they might even be... They might even be lying about how clean the sound is. <laughs> I'm like, These... I, I don't think it's picking up sound. That's okay,
0: that so right now you're 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 wearing the twenty wearing? the Audio Technica MH twenty X. I don't know. Yeah. The M20X. M20x, so they're they're like fifty sixty dollar headphones, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, "Oh, you need the fifty, the fifty x. Those are the the hundred and fifty dollar studio. Right. Everybody loves these, right?" Mm-hmm. So I'm doing some research, and and I was getting ready to buy those, and then I started hearing about these ones, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Ooh, ooh," because they're about the same price. Yeah, they're about the same price, but they're they have a little more range on them for how much they're picking up and it's really it's really clear. It helps yeah. to separate They dial out. I, I they like. dial
1: out a lot of tin.
0: I really I'm
1: happy with them. They kind of lie. It's, it's it makes yeah. things sound better than they really do. What? what? You know, and what? What? It's like getting it's like getting a really good car that makes yeah. you feel like you're a better driver than you actually are. You
0: know, <laughs> yeah, and then the I also recently got just a real simple audio interface. It got the PreSonus uh, USB ninety six something like that. Oh yeah, it's just it's just a simple, really clean amp. Mm-hmm. Um, well, audio interface, it's but a, yeah. but it's it sounds better. Yeah, than it's... what we're recording on now, which is the Zoom H6. Yeah, but which I mean, yeah, so we've been which happy with that good, so far. Yeah, which is a good unit. Um, we've been pretty good with sound. So. Yeah, I've been. I think that's what I need to work on, because like, I think we're further along in our skills with the image than we are with the sound. Yeah. So, we'll get there. Ugh. Yep.
1: So, what else have we got going on?
0: I wanna. Can I talk about the big project that starts in October? Okay. I really want to talk about it. All right. Okay, but before. Now that I have your permission, yeah. Um, So I'm hoping you know what I'm going to be doing. uh, uh, I'm taking my time on the audio for Ace Mm -hmm. because I think at that this we're at the point where that's the only thing that's going to improve the quality of it is just to get a really clean track. Yeah. Um, And I'm going through and I'm writing some music for it, Mm -hmm. some original stuff. I've I've got some looped tracks from uh, Arcade by Output. That I've got in at least for temp music right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going through and I'm writing some original stuff and and doing it through uh Studio One by Presonus. Um so I'm I'm using some of their their MIDI stuff to write some, yeah. And I, we'll see. We'll see how it sounds eventually. Yeah. i I'm working on that. Um so this summer that'll come out. We'll also finish editing our doc mm-hmm. and American weightlifting story. We want to put that out and once all that's out it's going to be time oh you hear the ac unit that's fine then it's going to be time to uh start talking about the future and the first big project we have for the future is our studio Uh, that's right we are
1: building a studio i'm super jazzed about it too i i have no words yeah um so here's the story um we my my parents have some land that they inherited and so then I therefore inherited and uh, my wife is just you know she wants to build a house she wants to build a house she wants to build a house now it's the time to build a house And then of course the economy's not great right now um especially for for lumber um, in our area anyway it's just insane it's it's literally 300 percent more than it would have been six months ago to build yeah, a house. That sounds right. Um so we're just we're not in and like we're at a point where we really want to build a house. And I said, Well can I can I build a shop? And she said, Sure, yeah, you can build a shop. And I said, Wait, really? I can build a shop and She's like, Yeah, might as well just do it all at the same time. Okay. And that's how we got her. <laughs> and that's and then and then, see that's how you get it. So then I, I said, Well what if I what if I build a studio? And she says, "Well, how big?" I don't know, three thousand, you know. <laughs> Mumbled just a little bit louder, just a little bit louder. And she goes, and so she looks at it and she says, "Yeah, okay, that's that's fine." Uh, oh, really? Okay. And so I kind of showed her some layouts, like this is kind of what I want to do with it, and this is what I want to happen. And she tried, to, she she'll fight back on a few other things, but then I think, you know. So I eventually got, now I, now I have this very large studio mapped out. And, you know, she's given me a budget that I can work with. And I'm thinking, oh,
0: I can do a lot with this. Now, you also <clears throat> slow rolled all this information to me. Yeah. Because what you told me was, okay, so we're going to build a studio onto a, a standalone garage slash workshop. Yeah. I'm like, okay. So I start looking up, but I had to slow roll all this to her too. Like, this, yeah, this, you're slow rolling both is, of us. This, I guess this this is
1: this is months and months of effort here. Yeah, this, this stuff doesn't just happen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So so I I do a quick search on Pinterest. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I see a floor layout for like a standalone garage, and it's like 25 by 25. I'm like, okay, that's the base. Now I'm gonna build off of that, <laughs> right? It's like, okay. Um, and so I draw something up that I think has everything we want. You know, a studio space, like a recording booth, a control slash editing con- control room slash editing bay, uh-huh. some a storage locker, a theater, a viewing. Well, now. we got to that. We yeah. got to that eventually. But it's like uh, a, l- a little space, you know, kind of like green room space, right? Yeah. Okay, and then you start suggesting all these extra things. Like, well, why don't we? Uh, why don't we add a, a kitchen? <laughs> why don't we add all these other things? And I'm like. Oh, okay. A kitchenette. You know, this is going to get kind of pricey. <laughs> you know? And then you told me the budget. Yeah. And then I started feeling a lot better about this. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, uh, you can actually get a lot for that budget. Yeah, yeah. Now, if we're in California. You, no, no, not at all. No. We're in Arizona where things do not yeah. cost a crazy prices. Yeah. So...
1: Now, the situation with the economy is as it is, is that it is nearly impossible, not impossible, but it is not practical to build a house of the square footage that we want to build right now, or in the style that we want to build right now. So, um, I said, well, what if we do the building out of steel? Steel prices are still relatively low right now, Um, so... You know, and I've been looking at packs, and the, old, the nice thing about those is they, you know, the the market doesn't inflate on them a ton when prices go up because they sit on the shelf a little bit longer than, like, framing packs do. They have a shelf life. So I started pricing some of those out, and next thing you know, my wife's excited about it, and she wants to, you know, play with the studio. My wife's also a photographer, so. And
0: <laughs> this is absolutely, it's going to be a photographer's dream. Yeah. A Sound recordist's dream, mm-hmm. a filmmaker's dream. Like it's, we're building for all this utility. Yeah, she can absolutely have fantastic shoots in this yeah. location.
1: And, but with with all this happening, I said, "Well, like, what if we got the shop up?" And she's like, "Yeah," and she thinks this is a great
0: idea. So,
1: this don't, rem- don't this re- anybody I'm sorry tell to cut her. you off. Yeah, yeah. This
0: reminds me of my big fat <laughs> Greek wedding, where they're talking about how. You, you you know the reference right? Yeah, yeah. The the um, what is it? The, the, man, the man is the head, head the but head. the woman is the neck, yeah, yeah. and the woman can turn the man's head. <laughs> something, something something to the effect of the women are actually yeah. controlling it, right? Yeah. Vice versa. Yeah. It's twenty
1: 2020, twenty 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 one. Whatever. So, yeah. so uh, but the the stinker is right now it's built on a field, um, and we didn't quite make the season, and I wanted to push the property back as far back I, w- I wanted to push the building back as far back on the property as possible, mostly for sound to get it away from the road um, and, you know just excuse me, to get it away from the road and uh, anyway, harvest season is October so I'm hoping to have plans done by then I'm looking at a couple of steel companies uh, to, to, to help me design the building and everything that we're going to do i'll be acting as the contractor I have a long history in building houses um unfortunately <laughs> so so i'll be i'll be hiring out a lot of the work and, and doing a lot of it myself as well uh, but yeah i figure by early 2022 we will have Carpe and Zen studios like a legit studio Someplace I can go and edit. Someplace Jacob can come and edit. Um, Someplace we can do screenings for the movies that we yes. are working should we, on. Should we
0: list everything that's going to be in this? <laughs> yeah, this, the building? I don't, yeah. I don't know. So, I mean, obviously some things are up in the air, but we're going to have a, uh, a Studio A space. Yeah. Which is the sound stage. Mm-hmm. Big enough for a set. Mm-hmm. And what I've drawn up is like 25 by 25, but I don't know what your plans are.
1: I think we're going to go just a little bit bigger. We're going to have like a kind of a gamble type barn onto the side. So we'll have like a studio A and a studio B, and they'll be both fairly large spaces to work with.
0: Um, And they'll, they'll, be able to attach to the garage workshop mm-hmm. so you can build things in the workshop and then bring it into the studio space. Right. So we'll, and, and that'll My dad be all was suggesting like a barn door. Yeah. Instead of like the rolling door mm-hmm. or whatever. Anyway, go
1: ahead. So, and anyway, that'll be built on. So we'll have a shop there and obviously like a, a garage for some cars and everything, but also hopefully with access to the stage so we can bring things into it. Um, and then uh, another thing that was really important to me was actually to have a, a sound booth, but not just a tiny sound booth, um, but something that I could get a band in. Because there's All actually right. a lot of local bands here and a lot of local musicians that I know I could entice to come down and record. You know, There's very little
0: recording space. Yeah. I mean, you you mentioned there's someone who has a basement, mm-hmm. and then there's the radio stations. Mm-hmm. That's it. But one thing we're not
1: short on the radio
0: stations do not have space for a band to yeah.
1: record. One thing we're not short on is audio engineers. There happens to be a lot of audio engineers that live here, and they're pretty good. You know, um, like I there's a girl that I went to school with. I I worked with her up until recently. She just took another job someplace else. But that's her career. She's um, not necessarily. Well, that's that's kind of her side hustle, right? She's an audio engineer. She works for the radio stations. You hear her on the radio all the time. Um, and you know she records and mixes her own sound. And I'm like, hey, you want to come down? And she's like, yeah, absolutely. So
0: so we want to have a, a a space that one we can. I mean, we can podcast in, mm-hmm. right? We can um, do
1: voiceovers in there we can but, do but yeah. a band
0: can come in and record and i think that's going to be a fantastic yeah. opportunity and you know a way to actually recoup yeah some of the expense of the the studio and you
1: know like and then uh, i was talking to uh well some some other things it's going to have like we're going to have that studio a space and that studio b space and then we'll have uh, a screening room which this, is yeah, i really uh, like this idea yeah which is really important to
0: me for one i want to be able to screen our movies Right. And and I mean, this is you know, uh, this is probably going to be I don't know half the size of this room, the same length, uh, yeah, but maybe prob- half probably the width. The
1: same length, but probably slightly
0: narrower. Uh, enough room for a couple of rows of couches, mm-hmm. you know, not not a a, a big event space, but yeah. big enough to to screen a movie. Yeah,
1: with we'll people. we'll have some people over, and you know, we can screen movies and. We can sit down in a theater type setting and and hear the sound as it we're intending it to sound like,
0: yeah.
1: um, and then uh, beyond that we're going to have an editing room as well, which is just kind of a I I'm envisioning it as a a dark creative space, <laughs> you know, and is you go in and you have you ever seen those it's it, so a few years ago, it was it was really big. They would put a Trueform runner inside of a um, a Connex box, no light inside, and you would get on the true form runner, and they would leave you in there for like six hours or twelve hours or whatever, and you had to see how far you'd run. Weird. So you're in like this. You're in this deprivation, and you so to you, see- you have no way to yeah to <clears> to <throat> no way to know. And I oh, did. Wow. I did one. And they weren't going to tell you how long they were going to leave you in there, right? So, and, and I, I, I kind of kept my eye on it. It was like an That's event. A
0: weird mental exercise. Yeah,
1: it was. It was kind of an. It was in an event, and I was watching. They essentially they weren't leaving anybody in there longer than forty five minutes, right? Which is a, a significant amount of time to run in pitch blackness. So I went in there. I think they left me in there for something like 32 minutes. Um, I ran the equivalent of a 5K or whatever, which was, um, you know, pretty close to my pace on a true form runner at the time. So, uh, you know, but yeah, it was a really weird mental exercise. And that, for some reason, is how I see the editing room. Like, obviously, it's not going to be, but it's just like a sound, like a a deprivation room where you just have the edit, you know?
0: Yeah. (laughs) You
1: You have your computer. You have, like, your whatever to eat. Um, there's gonna be a kitchenette, you know, with, you know, yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, like
0: a, a kitchen, microwave, yeah. microwave, maker, yeah,
1: yeah, um, something, you know, something where you can go like a fridge, you know, a mini fridge, you can go in there, you can get your,
0: so we can have kind of a, a green room for yeah. when people come in and shoot, right,
1: um, and then you get to you get to go in there and just create. You know, there'll be a couch in the back for the director to be there or, like, Mm -hmm. a cot or something like that. And then hopefully another, like, we can expand a little bit and have a place for, like, a sound recordist or or somebody who's working on sound to be in there. I just, like, I I have all these
0: Yeah, so a control room slash editing bay. Yeah, yeah. When you think about the needs for each of these different kinds of environments, like, their needs are very similar. Yeah. Technically, right. Which is why we're trying to design it for multiple purposes, mm-hmm. and from but, the and, and we're, we have the opportunity to do it from the ground up. Exactly. Like we don't have to build this into a basement, yeah, or anything like that. Literally, it's a big open field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the other ideas was like, well, we want to be able to entice people to come out here, right? So we need a place for people to stay. Yeah. So we may have so, one, yeah. maybe a couple rooms yeah. where people could actually stay mm-hmm. inside the space. And so they could come out for a week. Yeah. You know, book the place and just you never have to leave. Yeah. You can you get your studio space, you got your restoring mm-hmm. space, you your editing space, you can even like preview a cut. Like it's mm-hmm. all in the same building. Yeah. So like you, you just you don't could, have a stove. Yeah, you could come down <laughs>
1: and uh probably I'll probably have a stove. <laughs> Um, but they they go to a restaurant somewhere. I mean, you could come down with your creative team. I see it as like a, I see it as an oasis for small creative teams, like these creative teams of 10, 12 people. Mm -hmm. Right. They come down. Um, they can all kind of crash out together, have their own space, or you can stay in a hotel locally or something like that. But you can just rent the studio space. You know, we can get you an audio engineer. We can get you an editor. We can get you all these things. Um, and I actually pitched this idea to some friends of ours, uh, working in the Tucson and the Phoenix area. And they were like, it's fantastic. I, I pitched it to Vic Rogers oh, and he man. was like, dude, if you need me to come down, like hammer nails, I'll, I'll drive down there and
0: help. <laughs> man, I just, I love Vic so much. Yeah, I don't think he even knows. Yeah. So it, it just, you know, a, a lot of people are really
1: excited about it and we're really excited about it. And, uh, and if you know, worst comes to worse, I end up with a really big building that I can't do anything with, and maybe I build a gym in there and build cars, or you know, just store a bunch of junk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I mean, this is this is the dream space, and I, and I really think with everything we've planned out, you talk to to other people, I think they would agree this is kind of the dream, yeah that's gonna be fantastic yeah that's it's gonna be awesome
1: and it's not all gonna happen at once you know like we're gonna have to spend time building the sounds the the uh the audio recording room right we're gonna spend time building gear up there and have to get gigs to make it work and uh, find financing uh, for that kind of stuff in the beginning you know we're gonna try to do it as debt-free as possible because that's just my wife is in finance and uh, yeah. And she has like this weird obsession with Gordon, uh, Dave Ramsey. So, whatever. <laughs> but I—we're just—we're trying to do business as smart as we can, and then hopefully be able to entice as many people as we can. Like I want—I want to I get photographers. You know, I, I want photographers to come. I want small filmmakers. And there's there's to come so out.
0: many in this area. There's essentially one photography space. Yeah. And every other photographer, they just go on location. Yeah, they just go outside. But what if they could just rent a studio? Yeah, and I don't even think holidays is available for rent. I don't, I don't... Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know. There are several, there are several um, rental places in the Phoenix area, and I've been to a couple of them, and I'm like, and I'm thinking in my mind, I don't think this would be hard to outdo. And I'm not, you know, nothing bad on these rental places, but I'm thinking, I, 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 like, I could build out this soundstage and just partition it off for eleven different types of photo shoots,
0: right? Yeah, I mean we we've talked about you know maybe there's green screen, maybe there's a big psych, you know, like and then obviously you start getting some big backdrops and some props, right? You you get you know the right lights in there, and it's like boom, this is just yeah ready to go. Yeah, it's gonna be
1: it's gonna be awesome and you know not not that i'm not that i'm thinking this is going to be on par or even be able to compete with anything that they're doing in new mexico
0: or but tyler perry
1: yeah but well i look at it and i feel like okay so it's getting harder to make movies in la right now right it's just well
0: i mean the fact that the state was shut down for a year yeah made things difficult for oh, sure
1: and and it's not just that right there's like there's permitting things and and, and just lots of different things it's just a it, it, what's happening there... And
0: everyone is aware of it, right? Yeah. Like, if you're in public and you have a camera, uh-huh. someone is going to say, where's your permit? Yeah. And, and it's kind of the same way things got difficult
1: for Arizona back like in the 50s and 60s, right? Because Arizona was a really hot place to shoot because we just we made all the westerns right? And then, you know, state laws made it a little bit more difficult and, you know, because all the, all this money got involved, it just got a little bit more difficult and so a lot of more projects, you know, moved out this way or moved out that way. Um, and, you know, like Atlanta right now is killing it. New Mexico right now is absolutely Carolina. killing it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's so many productions happening out there right now. So many big ones and it's taken time. And I, I don't know. I'm like, we've got a couple, like, the but two we're we're like right smack dab in the middle of two of the places that it's really easy to make movies we We live in a state that has a rich history of making
0: movies yeah
1: I don't know let's try to let's try to reach back out and try to make
0: that happen again and like I said, I don't think it's good there's and there's a lot of benefits for us having yeah. you know a nice little space you know and and you've you've explained this to me mm-hmm. some people want to get out of town, yeah. They want to have, they go to this nice little oasis, you know, where it's quiet. Mm-hmm. I mean, traffic is when there's more than one car at the stop. Yeah. And there's not even a stop out there. <laughs> this at the, this yeah. way, it's going to, I mean, it's going to be outside town. But you're, I mean, you're minutes away from. Oh, yeah. I mean. You know, lots and lots of really good food. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, there's. Affordable th- places to stay. Yeah. And,
1: and in a town that's already used to accommodating outside people, we, we live, you know, we live outside some of the world's biggest producing mines. So, right. uh, you know, it's a hospitable place. But I just think that it could be, and I, I know I've said this about a lot of things.
0: <laughs> Go on. And not
1: many of them have come to fruition, but I, I really think this could be a lot of fun you know a, a, a very fun place to be to come down to make movies i've already talked to burning bulb and they're like yeah absolutely i'm like yeah come down shoot for 5 days you
0: know it's yeah i mean cuz uh, something that them and i'm sure other people are doing is mm-hmm. you know you go get an airbnb somewhere some of that's big enough that you can stay that you can shoot at whatever mm-hmm. i mean that's uh, this is similar except you get a studio this is built for sound yeah you can edit on site. Mm-hmm. You can stay there
1: like it's and you know. Eventually, we we'll, I'm hoping to build up our gear enough that we can say, "Hey,
0: we can rent it out."
1: Do you wanna do? Do you wanna rent an Alexa while you're here? You know, and maybe not an Alexa, but you know, we we, we can start. We can say, "Hey, look, we've got a cinematographer for you. Mm-hmm. Let's let's work for the let's work with them here. We can offer you a grip crew. We can get you, you know." <laughs> Th- these are the kinds of things that I'm that I'm envisioning. You know, you come down here with your production team. You give us a couple of days. We get everything set up for you. I'd like to get a Connex box that I just fill with props. You know, like just oh, that's just random movie props stuff. Props and costumes. Yeah, oh. just random movie stuff. You know, and have and be able to have closets full of that kind of thing. And
0: mm.
1: you know, like here, you you have access to this. You have access to that. Man, I
0: hadn't thought about that. Yeah. It's. I thought about the gear locker, but not the. Yeah.
1: I'm excited for a gear locker because right now we have like all this stuff spread out between your house, my house, my car, your car.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be nice to have one place that we could just, we can walk into. Yeah. You know, and maybe you roll over a C stand (laughs) for your light and you you hit record or, you know, you sit down inside Studio B and start recording your audio podcast or whatever, but it's. Yeah, I think you know we we bill it right. We find the right price. We get the right mm-hmm. you know clients, and it's it's gonna be yeah. busy. And and that's and that's what I've been doing
1: this year is just trying to make these contacts. Right, uh, like the film community in Arizona is really quite small, but it's it's extremely strong. Right now, I'm working on a film called The Maiden um, with uh, Savannah Griffin. Is that her last name? Dang it! Oh, dang it! Hopefully she doesn't. When well, you know. just
0: go by first name.
1: So. I know. Uh, anyway, she's she's a really talented director. Uh, she just graduated from film school, uh, and this is kind of her. This is this is her. Post student film. Yeah, her her post student film. You know, she's trying and it's a short film. Um, I'm, I'm I'm helping out with production, and she hasn't made anything in Arizona in a while. She's she went to school in L.A. And, uh, she's like, okay, so, you know, what do you have out here? And I'm like, well, I know this person, this person, this person, this person, let's make this person, you know, let's have a call. We sat down and we did two days of interviews and she was like, wow, the talent out here is really good. <laughs> the talent out here is really good. Once Everybody, you get to know who's here. Yeah. Everybody's and, and coming prepared. Are, yeah. They like to work. Yeah. All these people are willing to work. And, and I'm learning so much from her, you know, just from the, from the professional side of filmmaking, you know, she's because like so much,
0: <laughs> I mean, we've had to essentially teach ourselves a lot of things. Yeah.
1: And this was something I was explaining to her the other day. She said, yeah, no, like I'm, if you need it, let's just get it. And I'm like, well, I, but I have one, you know, I like, I, I, I have one or I learned how to edit because I didn't have an editor. Right, <laughs> I learned how to do sound because I didn't have a guy to do sound. She's like, no, we'll just get a sound guy.
0: And that we've been <laughs> jack of all trades, right? Yeah. Like, you can find someone who can do this, or you can learn how to do it and you don't have to wait. Yeah. <laughs> Which is essentially what we did. Yeah. I
1: don't have to call somebody and say, hey, can you come out here and do this for me? And, you know, like, just don't. I have the gear over there. I'll grab it and I'll go figure it out. And that's kind of been Jacob and I's, uh, I don't know. That's kind of been our attitude towards a lot of things. It's like, well, how hard could it be? <laughs> right? Turn, turns out it's really hard.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I just spent off and on a year editing a feature, right? Yeah. So one hour, 48 minutes and 21 seconds. That was the first complete cut uh-huh. before credits and, you know, a few other things. Probably going to, I don't know. Yeah. Give or take. That's a long movie. Yeah. That's a long movie, a long but film. we shot it. Uh-huh. We edited it. Mm-hmm. I feel a little embarrassed doing this the credits because yeah. it literally is currently as yeah. it stands. There's an entire screen that's just my name. <laughs> but they're all different jobs. Yeah. It's like I either I mean, don't credit you, myself. Now you're composing it. <laughs> right? It's like, okay, well, who's doing VFX? Uh <laughs> I am. Okay who's who's doing sound editing and mixing? Yeah. who's writing the music? They're not the same job. Yeah. You don't just say, "I edited it, yeah, you know, who's the colorist right <laughs> They're all different jobs, yeah, they're all me, <laughs> so
1: but anyway so i'm just I'm really looking forward to continuing to build those relationships and 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 get all this. I just, I think it'd be really, really fun. Um, And then once the house is built, you know, uh, I can be like, hey, look, there's a couple rooms. (laughs) You can really fit a lot of people. You know, and then if, and if it ever gets bigger, we can build a small, uh, you know, apartment complex for people to come and stay or whatever. I don't know, a, a little hotel.
0: A backlot? Did you just um, say a backlot? Oh, I did say a back lot. I just heard back lot. Yeah. You know who's living my best life right now? Jacob Owens. Yeah, he's a jerk. Buff nerds. Yeah. He's he's living my best life. He's <laughs> he's, he's 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 bought he's, all these different properties that he's just, he's making as, mm-hmm. you know, locations and he and he runs his like a couple different businesses. He's got like a LUT business and like a prism for shooting through business. And yeah. he's he's got a lot of things. It's fantastic what he's doing. He's from Arizona, mm-hmm. which I love. But he's he's got all these. He's bought yeah. like a ranch and all these different things. And he's just, this is great. Just living But dream. I'll be honest, we're right there about to do yeah. what we want to do, which is fantastic. We're pretty close. Pretty close. So, so yeah.
1: Hopefully we can... Get that going and make We've it work. We've got
0: 17 minutes.
1: <laughs>
0: we don't have that much time to have this conversation, but I want to start it. Okay. Again. <laughs> okay. What cinema camera is going to be the foundation for this next phase for us? I and go. I don't know.
1: Honestly, I don't know. It's probably going to be... The the black magic pocket cinema k6 pro probably
0: so i have a couple ideas on this front
1: because it's affordable and also because i don't want to spend money on cameras anymore i want to spend money on lenses there it is but and, and and the basis of why we need a new camera is not because the R is not a good camera. The R is a great camera. The R is difficult to. we can export 10k footage, or 10-bit footage, I'm sorry. We can export 10-bit footage, which is what everybody wants as to, to purchase, right? That's what studios want, that's what colorists want. That's what editors want. Um, that's what major motion picture, whatever streaming services want as a film.
0: And we can get C log, yeah. But we don't have C log two or C log three, right? Which is and even even that
1: not that big of a deal. It just it it takes so much other gear to make it happen. So right now when we do it, we use the Atomus V, and we can shoot in C log, which isn't the flattest of all profiles, but it works. It's it's nice.
0: It's it it hasn't. I've enjoyed grading it and yeah. editing it, and it's, it's pliable. Uh-huh. Like, it gives. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: obviously, there's better stuff out there. You just – if you're careful about your vision with everything before, you'll be fine. Um, but what we need to be able to do now is we need to have an easier pathway to give people 10K footage in C-Log2 or C-Log3.
0: 10-bit. Yeah, 10-bit, right.
1: 10 10-bit 10 yeah. footage. I mean, it would be great to be able to shoot in 12-bit footage. Honestly, I don't think we can afford the storage right now for 12-bit footage. <laughs> and that's, <laughs> I
0: mean, but it, once we jump over to even, you know, the Blackmagic Pocket Cinema Camera 4K, mm-hmm. I mean, RAW is, you know, it's, it's it's 12-bit, like it's it's there, Yeah. but it's, it's a lot of storage space, yeah. and storage gets expensive when you have that much. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's, there's a lot of sacrifices that I don't like about it, but I'm... And, and really, it just comes down to I need, we need, what we need is a better tool to, to get this, to get, to get the kind of footage that is sellable out. Um, and that, 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 so that's, because honestly, sometimes I shoot on my, on the R, on our R, and I think I could shoot on this like forever in 8-bit and be fine. But it's like you've been pretty great. You have to advance, like you have to keep going. I really love the full frame look, and it's a full frame camera. Um, but mm-hmm. I can't, I can't like if I, if I want to sell really high quality footage, nobody's gonna buy it in eight in ki- eight bit. You know what I mean? And they're just immediately gonna see the file size and say no. So we need an, an easier pathway to get there. So I considered very heavily the C five hundred Mark II. It's just, and and that that's a camera that we would live on the back of for a long long time. It could be a
0: workhorse,
1: like we. That's probably a camera we would likely never get rid of. I I don't see that camera going out of style for another fifteen years, just because you can export ten bit. It's full frame. It's f- you know it
0: has all the things. A,
1: a year and a half ago, it was the best you could get on the bottom end of the cinema camera, and it's still today is 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 pretty dang good. It's great, yeah. Um it's just maybe maybe on the used market but it's hard to find it's still just slightly out of that price range unless we start landing bigger projects right then that's probably the way i would want to go
0: and that is that's one of the the, the benefits of us having a studio mm-hmm. is i mean there there are not there are zero big projects coming here to shoot right because there's no reason right but if we can start to produce Out here, if we have studio space, if we have crew, and we can show it, and there's gear that they can rent here, then it starts to become, oh, I can get out of the city, it's affordable, all the things are there, probably cost less than shooting even in Phoenix. Yeah. Come on out. Because
1: there's, well, and and I I recently priced out gear from a Phoenix rental house, um, and it was... Not cheap. <laughs> you know, like, well, yeah,
0: it's a business, right? Yeah,
1: and uh, and I was I was looking at it. It was I wanted to rent a um, I wanted to rent a C five hundred for three days with uh, a set of K mount cannons, right? Which is, this is all very high end stuff, right? And I, I was I was just playing, I was just playing, um, uh, playing Dream Day, right? It was $3,500 for how many days? For three days for all that, for that gear. And, okay. I'd, and I still had to drive out and, and get it. And it didn't come with any of the accessories, right? Like I was going to just use my own. And that's pretty yeah. consistent with what you're going to see. And yeah. And I looked at that and thought, I could buy one of those lenses for that much money. Use mm-hmm. it for a really long time. So so that would be the goal is is to be able to have that kind of stuff bring it here and say, "Hey, look, come to your production here. We can provide you with this camera, this camera." We got camera. a full yeah.
0: set of this series lens. We've got, yeah, you know. Um, so
1: but I uh, but I definitely think that we need to get we do need to get to the point where we can uh, make this footage where we can export this higher bit footage a little bit faster. Um, and, and to do that black magic's is
0: probably the way to go right now. I think the first, the, like the next step from where we're at is probably like the 6k pro, mm-hmm. um, like a step above that. And I'm not sure how I feel about this. I really don't know how I feel about this. might be like a couple of Komodos. Yeah. Mm. I don't, I don't know, know how I feel about it. But what it does do is it it gets you the red codec mm-hmm. like like their their color science which is highly desirable. a lot of people like it I mean, mm-hmm. it's not, not everyone does right yeah. yeah but you know but you can get that the red raw mm-hmm. um, it's a global shutter yeah and it's much I mean and it's gonna fit all our lenses mm-hmm. so like there's there's a lot of pros for that. Yeah. I I was so I've been doing a deep dive into this lately, looking at the C seventy versus the Komodo. Because they're similar mm-hmm. price range, they have the similar amount, right? Uh-huh. Like it's you know and, and and the people who are criticizing the Komodo are people who really just want to shoot mirrorless. Like yeah. they don't wanna have to to like you they don't want to cinema camera. Yeah. That's not what they want. Well, if we have a studio space
1: yeah we need it well cinema. yeah we yeah. Well, we
0: can totally have a cinema camera and, uh, right. and and like we have all the back end that we can run the whole thing uh-huh. i mean yeah i i i think we take one of two strategies mm. we get one maybe two of the 6k's yeah and we start building out our lens which i mean it's going to be a, an ef set of lens yeah like canon glass cuz that just works with all the things that we do right or we start buying the lenses and we eventually get the mount that we want or right. get the the body that we want mm-hmm.
1: which is kind of which is kind of the way I'm leaning because i i really don't i don't i don't want to spend more money on a camera body i don't care i want to start getting good lenses like i want a full set of zines. You now are those the best lenses no what i've shot with them a, a couple of times now they're really good like noticeably better than other things i've i've worked with right no, Obviously, like the step up after that would be, uh, I don't even, I don't even know what's in between there. PLS.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, those that's just the mount, right? But, but the, the Zeiss probably. Once you you jump up, well, I mean, there's there's some other cameras starting to hit the same price range as the Zine, yeah. Right. I mean, at that point, people really have to know. What they're talking about to look at that lens and say, yeah, there's something better. Yeah. Because it's a legit cinema lens. Yeah. You know, they're, they've just came out with a new series. So they're, you know, they're 1700 or they're like 2500. If you get the carbon fiber or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, but they're, they're big, fat cinema lenses. And you can get them in a peel amount now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people are people are taking notice of it. I was watching a review the other day with Shane Hurlbutt from Hurlbutt Academy. You know, he's a mm-hmm. he's a D P out of Hollywood and he um he was he was comparing it to the, you know what was he? The Canon Cinema line and the K line or else. whatever. The K thirty fives. He was he was comparing it to the others and he's you know, he's talking about a little colors a little bit off, but mm-hmm. other than that, like it holds up, and it's a fraction of the price. Yeah, like they're they're they good lenses. Yeah, I mean,
1: I do want to shoot with, through some Canon K 35s before I die. <laughs> you know, because it's I just mean, it's the basis of all the cool movies that it were that I love. And the loved end, growing I up. mean, we'll
0: eventually get you know some you know a series of anamorphic lenses. And yeah, you know, yeah, we'll yeah, get yeah, up yeah. to to where you know we'll we'll have our you know, twenty thousand dollar lenses and things like like we'll get there. Yeah. You know? We'll get there and then, you know, we'll have, you mm-hmm. know, a couple of Lexas or whatever. Um But uh. right now I think the step is probably one, maybe two of the six K pros. Mm-hmm. Um we build out an EF. We we'll build out an EF lineup. Lineup. Of, which is you getting know, which is four getting four or five more, six yeah.
1: lenses. Now, now that the RF line of lenses is Mm -hmm. becoming more popular, EFs are getting more affordable and they're not yet in that range where they're like the FDs where, you know, they're just legendary and everybody wants to pay a bunch of money for them. They're still expensive, but you can get good quality glass and we already have a pretty good lined out set of of EF. I'd like to start getting some really solid primes. Mm. Um... That's where I'd like to build the kit out from there. Yeah. And then I would really like to move on to some legit cinema glass uh, through Zine, most likely, because everything else is just out of the price range. Um, but I don't know. It's just... But w- the bottom line is we need a camera that is affordable right now, that's we can, that is travelable. Travelable? Is that a... Is that Transferable? <laughs> Transferable? No, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, we we we, we need a camera that can get us to that 10 bit footage or 12 bit footage faster. Make it easier for us to do. Um, even if it doesn't necessarily give me the look that I really want, it, it it's 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 the output that I need to make more streamlined. That we need to make more streamlined so that we can be an easier crew of people to hire you know, so that we're, does that make sense?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's all about workflow at this point.
1: Yeah, which is, is weird. You know, I, I spent so much of my life just envying gear. And, yeah. it, like, I'm still, I'm, I'm not saying that it, I don't envy gear still, uh, you know, because I definitely do. But at this point, I'm just all about workflow. It, it feels like a mechanic.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> when, you, when you're thinking about a project and you're like, oh, that's going to be so much work. That's a workflow problem. Yeah. Yeah. So so,
1: but I don't know. So that's probably the way we're gonna go. Um, Unless I I actually really like what Sony is doing.
0: Sony's got a great lineup, but it's not the class that we want to invest in.
1: It's it's just not. It's not the way we want to go. Unfortunately, I, I I love their low light capabilities. I love what the Alpha has done. I love what they've done with the A7S 3 or four or whatever it is they're on now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're making some amazing gear, but we would have to switch... We would have to change directions
0: drastically in our glass. Um, and, you know... Yeah, ultimately, I think we know the glass we want, which, you know, gives us yeah three brands to work <laughs> with for the mm-hmm. body. So yeah so we've got exciting things coming up in the future, hopefully, in the next several episodes we can we can get a release date i mean we we have talked about you know one two local screenings of Ace when it comes out. yeah, we don't know exactly when that's gonna be. I'm trying to be to tell myself I can be patient and get it right. Mm-hmm. You know we put a whole lot of work into this the The cast sacrificed a lot. we wanna make sure you know yeah we're not the reason why it's got an issue with
1: it for our peeps so so many people did so well on and, and did so much work on this film mm-hmm. and we really just want to make sure that we we roll out a good product for them so
0: yeah well yeah i think that's a, that's the episode yeah,
1: i think that's about all the time we have for today guys and gals
0: we appreciate you being out if you um Man, if you want to hear more about what we're doing, you can go to our website, carpeandzen.com. C-A-R-P-E-A-N-D-Z-E-N. Z-E-N. Go that's out and us. seize
1: the Zen. <laughs> somebody, somebody, oh, I went in to get our taxes today and they said, hey, uh, Carpe DMs here. I was like, no, 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 no. Carpe and Zen.
0: <laughs> I think that's, we're like the Oneaters. It's always going to be a thing, but that's okay. That's okay. That's all right. Yeah.
1: But uh, anyway, thanks for being here with us. Uh, Sorry we forgot what episode we were on. But for all the people that have listened all the way to the end, thank you. Seriously, it helps us. Um, Comment below. Um, Seriously, it helps us as well. Uh, If you're watching on YouTube or share with your friends. We could always use the help that way. It helps helps us be able to continue to keep doing what we love doing and bringing you guys the most righteous,
0: awesome content. (laughs) and this is only a fraction of what we're working on right now
1: yeah so but seriously thanks for staying with us we'll see you guys next week
0: thank you Bye. bye